doing it at least eight. Oh, like your whole. Oh, we're on. Ah, <laughs> yes. By the way, we're on. I, I didn't make the announcement. Hey, we're gonna do this. You're uh, wild man. You're we, wild. We man. needed to. We needed to kick this off, mm. Maddie. Uh, yeah. We talked about this for a while. We need to do a halftime show or uh-huh. a post game show, yeah. and we are thrilled to be joined with. Um, now, no, no introductions for these guys. No, They'll figure okay. it out well, as we go. Okay. Do. We're doing a different type of show, right? We got to veer away from the formalities. Let's just jump into a conversation. You got because it. you and Tarbell have been arguing about Marcus Smart for what feels like seven straight consecutive years now, and we have to come Uh-oh. to a conclusion tonight around what to do moving forward with both Marcus Smart and that argument. So there's no formalities. We're driving right into the pool. Deep end, Gibby. We're in. So we have been arguing for like three a and a half years. Or seven and a half years, but we've only known each other for three. We're kicking <laughs> off with a with a lightning round. Is everybody ready? I'm going to go one by yes. one and get all of your answers to these four questions on the fly. Ready? Okay. First one, Marcus Smart or Drew Holiday? Hoover. Who do you want? The, the, the game is, which of these two guys smart. do you want right now in this moment with everything being considered? I want Smart, smart now and in five years and in 10 years. No, not the right different game right now. So you're taking smart. Okay, Jesse, you're up. Is smart alive or dead? He's very alive. Uh-oh. He's as alive as he is right now. Okay, I'll take Drew Holiday. Thank you. Okay, Gibby. Uh, are the contracts the same? Everything is no. Everything is as it is in the real world. These trades exist in a weird vacuum where it's a. Do one you even for know one. the contracts, Gibby? I do. Yes. I do. So wow. Drew Holiday is making over twenty-five million, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Smart's under twenty million. I'm taking Marcus Smart. Okay. Uh, Marcus or Jordan Poole? Hoover. Smart. Bell. Uh, Jordan Poole. Gabby. <laughs> it's not close. Jordan, Jordan Poole hasn't played defense since yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> okay. Hey, Papa, Papa's leaving. Wow. Get him in here. Pull him in. Ask him, has he got any hot stock Papa. tips for us? Say hi, Papa. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to my father. Yes. <laughs> Who you're this talking is good, to? This oh is good radio. God. This is good radio. <laughs> they... No, I don't think you know any of them. All right. Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, thanks for popping in. All right, Marcus. Marcus or uh, D'Angelo Russell? Hoof. Smart. Same order. Oh, come on, come smart. on! I can't re-explain the rules to this very basic game every time. I forgot it was my turn. I got distracted yeah. by Papa. Okay, that happens. <laughs> smart over D. Russell. Bell. Yeah. Angelo Russell. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So good segue into what are we doing with Marcus Smart moving forward after this season, however it ends. Bell, Bell, you have the floor first. I am on record saying that Marcus Smart, as a part of the Celtics, they will never win a championship. They will never win a championship for as long as Marcus Smart is a member of this team. So if the ultimate goal is to win a championship, then what you do after this season with Marcus Smart is you ship his ass out. You have been consistent on that. Gibby, your uh, your retort. So where are you going to find a replacement like defensively? I, I know everyone complains, right? He, he takes bad shots. He, you know, does stupid Marcus Smart things at times, right? But like, where are you going to find that replacement? Who's going to be better? Your facilitator doesn't need to be your point guard anymore. This is positionless basketball. It has been for the last 10 years. 
um, smart, smart things, smart things is kind of an oxymoron. Just wanted to make sure we, yeah, I mean, he does amazing things too. Um, he changes the, the entire landscape of games with a defensive play with, you know, whether it's going for a loose ball or it's drawing a foul or, uh, whatever the case might be. I, or, or I, you, those are all, but those are all positives. I didn't hear yeah. any of the negative ways. So the, the big negative, right. Is shot selection. And mm-hmm. I get, it. and, and that used to be a big thing that was real. Um, a lot, and when you also look at his field goal percentage and you look at his three point percentage, who's the guy with the ball that is chucking it down, you know, three quarters of the court with 0.1 seconds left in a quarter. It's usually smart. Um, he's the only one that will players don't often want to take that shot. So let's say you sound a, like me talking myself into this game. Beyond I'm not talking myself. It's, it's, he does that 30 out, times a year. Let's when say I found out Gabe Vincent was out tonight and I got excited. And then I remember we shouldn't be caring about the fact that Gabe Vincent isn't playing. That's you explaining Marcus's bad shots on him being willing to throw up half court shots at the buzzer. Well, he's also one of the last guys that touches the ball, and and rightfully so. And and people make this point, right? Like the defense yeah. fades off of him, especially in the playoffs a little bit. He's getting the ball with 1.8 seconds left because Tatum and Brown ran themselves into some trouble. Um, right. Oftentimes playing some ISO ball, and then Marcus is putting up a three, oftentimes open. He misses way too many of them. I'll agree with that. But I also think the the net benefit is positive when you also look at the, the salary and what what are you getting otherwise? Um, he's never missed a play or he's never not been to a playoff um, since he came into league. He's also never won a championship. Yeah, That's how many facts. people know? Who who is a big people uh, win every year? Who is yeah. a big win the championship or you get he's he's all or nothing. He's he's Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So I would wonder where do you fall on this? What's your smart stance? You both are making ludicrous arguments. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so for starters, like replacement, Atlanta? <laughs> I'll just start with Gibby smart replacements on the team. It's Derek White he does does uh-huh. everything you want smart to do, but better. Correct. Uh, t- Jesse, smart isn't even like a the fourth or fifth most impactful player on the Celtics. So to say that they can't win a championship with him is kind of ridiculous because he's not that impactful. Uh, you win or that, lose. Hold with, on. Okay. Sorry, I have to jump in. <clears throat> I'm not saying that they need to rely on him to win. I'm saying that as long as he's on the team, it won't happen because he prohibits them from winning because of things that he does. <laughs> Give is not happy. I, mean, I don't, I don't, so I, I okay, so let, agree let's, more let's, with who, right? Let, like, of course you do. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> like, I don't think he's the reason they're going to win a title. Um, he's not. He's the but, reason they're going to lose. Yeah. But I don't that's think what Jesse's saying. I, so I, I, I disagree with that. Did that's I get, like, is, is this a. Uh, Man, I'll, I'll, like I'll reverse, reverse. Like, oh, we're going to talk about Marcus Smart first. Instead <laughs> no, of the only one that actually no, listen, had listen, the gumption the to end, say this team can still win. Gibby, it's first off, we'll address that. It's the end of Mental Health Month. We're getting all these things out in the open. <laughs> we're going to talk about them. You're the only one delusional enough to think that their odds of winning after going down 3-0 were greater than their odds of losing. Bell and I never bailed. I, we I were just very think, disappointed. They were greater. The first half tonight. They played with energy. They cared on the defensive end. They got rebounds. They had second chance shots. Everybody did their job and they're up a billion points at half. It's kind of like 
the way the series started is like they didn't leave themselves any wiggle room, right? They went down 3-0, right. but there's no pressure either. So it's like it's the equivalent of rifling your ball on on the first tee in front of your boys right into the shit. And everybody's laughing at you and they're making their way off to the carts that you re-tee another one. You hit a better drive than anybody because you don't care. And you're not really that pressured and you're not worried about it. That's kind of you know what, what this feels like. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like game one when they were up at half by i forget 13 or something i don't remember the exact number a lot mean they were up tonight i think at half it by like 15 or 17 or something yeah 15 i think yeah and then i because i was at i was at game one i was very i was there i was very tuned in with my insane 14 year old son who also thinks that they had a better <laughs> chance of winning the series after being down three nothing and walks around like he's gibby jr oh no you got a little mini oh, gibby oh. in the house and he just he's texting me like he's texting me tonight, like when they're up, you know, in the first by 12 points. And he's like, capital letters, are you watching this LFG? Yes. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm driving home. So, yeah, you know, kind of whatever. Anyway, so this reminds me of game one. And then, you know, what happened in the second half of game one? Yeah. Marcus Mark comes down and takes six straight shots, six yeah. straight shots, six yeah. straight shots in the they lost game one and did they lose because he took six straight shots yeah. no they lost for a number of reasons but did that help them no he doesn't know how to play his role he needs to just facilitate and play that's defense. it that's Take it two or three shots a game facilitate and play defense and the problem with him is that he can do it for a game or five or ten but he can't do it in the playoffs for more than a half he just he, can't he can't he, he has like a and like that a, hurts the team ultimately because he's not the best shooter. He's great defensively. He's great at bringing energy. Part of why I think I can't stand him is because he kind of reminds me of me. Yeah, you've said this before. Where yeah. like we're a lot alike in the sense of like I have a lot of energy and I'm very passionate and I can't control my emotions. Two sometimes. Rams on the side of the mountain just jamming their like horns that. into each other, and that's the same as as him. So like I like they always say the thing that bothers you the most about people is what bothers you actually about yourself, right? So this yeah, this has legs because Gibby this, loves you. Have we entered and therapy? He loves are we not, are we not? We're it's doing mental, mental health month. It's mental health. Who said we couldn't cross over and do all these things at once? This is Gibby and I's Mona Lisa. Nobody said we couldn't. So I think yeah, that's what pisses right. me off about him so much is that I really want to like him. And I just want him to play the way that he should play. And he can't control himself. And he does stupid, dumb shit like that. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, don't say it. You ruined the whole game for Gibby. He's going to watch it on his TiVo later. And then the heat comes down and hit fucking three. Of the- <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Who is Hayward Haysmith? And why is he making an impact on this game? So we, uh, we, we said no spoiling. Look how nervous anyway. Gibby is. He's so nervous. All right, Are you not watching Gibby? No, he won't. He'll I'm be- watching. Oh, I'm watching. Okay. He's a lunatic. He's a serial killer. Jesse, your, your, your best argument is um he needs to know his role that's fantastic i think that you're you're spot on i i agree that they shouldn't bring him back i think they can find better replacements i <laughs> lex popping it little mini gibby hey hey I'm lex oh no a new entrant into the thunderdome mini gibby live i love it off the rails off huge Hooved. so that is a good valid point i i see where you're going continue continue um don't bring him back 
he needs to know his role, but he's not that impactful enough to for them to lose a or not win a championship, in my opinion. I, I, I hear that. I you know what I would do? What smart. Get out of here, please. <laughs> I would go sign. I would go get, I would go, I, and Maddie and I have talked about this actually. I think Maddie might even bloated this. I don't remember. Uh-huh. And I actually talked about this uh-huh. like a year ago and I got shot down every which way. I would go get Ben Simmons. No. Yeah. Love him, oh, that is stupid. <laughs> I, yeah. So I, I don't hate that idea at all. When we talk about Drew Holiday, right? Who would you want? Drew yeah. Holiday would cost three first round picks. It would cost Marcus Smart. It would cost like. He's 32 more. years old, though. Would he? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he, he did three, three years ago. Um, who, who did? So Holiday? I think, I, I think whose point is right. Like the usage percentage versus the salary right, that you're paying someone when you're looking at roster building, like, he's not the reason, but he's the lightning rod because he is, like, you know, Reggie Miller say he's the heartbeat, and, you know, it, everything there. But I think it, it all comes down to are Jalen and Jason um, going to be elite in any given series? And are yeah. you going to have someone from their, their role step up, um, whether it's Derek White in the first half tonight or it's uh, Grant Williams – two days ago um that's more important and it's just as Jalen facilitating or Jason facilitating and can they get production when Jalen's on the or Jason Tatum's on the bench (laughs) I know Jalen um when Tatum's on the bench Jalen Brown has been terrible until tonight um and that's been a major issue and he needs to be able to carry the team for those four minute six minute stretches so I think that's a lot more important but Smart gets the, oh, you know, Celtics lost because of Marcus Smart. I don't think it's that. And this podcast shouldn't even be about Marcus Smart. I think it, it should be. be more about, do, do the Celtics still have a chance to win? Yes, yes. <laughs> so the Zach Lowe um, my blog that you sent me, because yeah. I do trust Zach Lowe's viewpoint on anything basketball, because he's really unbiased and he just kind of looks at the data and he teases it out. I think we had said in the in the text too, like, you know, if they win this one, which they're very likely to, because it just felt that way. These, the way these guys operate psychologically, it's just a, it's a two game series and they have home court for it. It, I mean, it's a 50, 50, they have home court as of right now, I guess. But the thing that makes me keep feeling like, Oh, they could come back and do this is the heat suck. They're not a good team. They never have been. They haven't been at any point in the series. They slipped into a zone and the Celts forgot how to rotate. And yep. they have a bunch of role players who are playing out of their mind. Butler's obviously not fresh and they've had Rob on him all night tonight. And he's not doing anything except getting ghost calls. Um, so if they're going to do it, it's against a team like this. That's just not good. The heat were like statistically advanced stats speaking, the worst playoff team to make the tournament. Yeah. They're not good. So if it was going to happen, it's going to happen against a team like this. I could see it. And I think that's all completely fair i i think what's makes what makes all this so tough is that the celtics are so inconsistent i know they can be the hottest team in the league and they can be the coldest team in the league and i mean like look at like and the other thing too so i was talking to a guy about i was talking to some guy about this randomly at the thing that i was at earlier tonight thank you 
And we were saying how like the Heat were playing above yeah. everything. Wait. Like they can't play better than they played the first no. three games. They just can't. At some point, that's gotta come down. And the Celtics shouldn't play as bad as they have been playing. At some point, that has to come up. But it's still you gotta beat them four in a row. Which again, if to your to Zach Lowe's point and Maddie and Gibby, the article that you shared, like sure. If there's one team that could do it, it's probably them. They're not like an eight seed that's down 0-3. They're a two probably could have, should have been the one seed down yeah. 3-0 against a Heat team. But this is where I always come back is like the NBA is always, there's one sport where it, it comes down to like a one-player league, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the NBA, that's the NBA. It's not baseball. It's not football. It's not any. And it's yeah, really like one player league. And if Jimmy Butler wants to win, I think he's just going to win one yeah. of these games. And I don't see, I see, it seems like they'll probably win tonight. I don't see how they win game six. I I just don't think they can. It, it seems unlikely. That's why it's tough. You, it's, I mean, it's, I'm in Lex. Tell Lex I'm, I'm in on game six. We're going to win game six. Um, you know, give me, give me a hopeless romance. You know who's got game seven tickets if they win? Mini, mini Gibby. <laughs> Me and yeah. Minnie Gibby. Daddy and Minnie Oh, Gibby. perfect. perfect. <laughs> what is that, Memorial Day? Is it Monday night? Probably something ridiculous. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, who? I don't know. Does any of this matter? I know you've been in on Denver. Um, uh, does yeah. this series even matter? Because Denver seems like a buzzsaw right now. Uh, it does, because the Celtics, as you all pointed out, are streaky. And if they get half and three, then they can beat anybody. Uh, if if they are average or good, then they have no shot. They need to be hot, and that's it. Denver is just unbeatable uh, unless you're hitting a bunch of threes. And are we discounting like how great Jokic is right now? I think everyone he got everyone was bored of voting for him for MVP. <laughs> Where, who yeah. started that narrative? But, when did people forget how good he is at basketball? I, I, I think there's like an East Coast bias, right? Like you don't hear a lot about him because his games are on at like 10 o'clock at night, right? And and that's the start time. And it, like he, flashy, he's better yeah. than Embiid by a mile this year. Um, oh, and yeah. Embiid's fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from him. But Jokic is putting on a run that is, you know, like a, a big man's sort of like Steph Curry type of run from the you, you uh, hear uh do you hear LeBron talking about those shots those those fade away end of the shot clock tomahawk threes that he hits over guys and LeBron was just like there's quite literally nothing in the world that can be done and yeah. that's coming from LeBron who never says that about anybody because he's right. that guy. yeah so if LeBron's complaining wouldn't shock me if LeBron he was floppy he was in a mid-interview and he actually flopped during the post-game interview and he went down and they called a tee on the reporter and she said I, I don't know what to do here like there's no foul shots and LeBron demanded it they made them go out to the court and the reporter had to shoot the the free throws so yeah, yeah typical Bron maybe he should read the Godfather like past page six and he might mm-hmm. have well the, the beginning of the the um episode here tonight seemed like when when people said you know sunny to the no you equate yourself well i i have moved on from blaming missoula i would like to declare that have you? Now. I, so tell me a little bit about that you were you were big on that earlier i mean he's obviously overmatched he's, it's like you know yeah. he's going up against one of the five best coaches in the league he's going to get out strategized i think like his demeanor while he is definitely a little bit of a weirdo his demeanor has been pretty unflappable and also to like you know 
he got thrown into the job at the last minute. Will Hardy, who was probably more ready for that job, left because, you know, we didn't know the Udoka stuff was going on. Yeah, and then Damon Stoudemire left right before the playoffs started. And this dude, remember we were laughing about how Simmons calls him fourth row Joe? Because he literally, he moved up from like, it's the equivalent of you being like a director of sales at a large company. And then a week or two later, they're like, all right, you're going to be the VP now or you're going to be like the CRO. It's just like, how could you possibly know what you're doing? So I don't place really any of the blame for this on him. I think it's there's not a whole lot a coach can do anyway in the NBA, and he's just like so up against it. So I'm removing all uh, all blame if there is any to, to pass around from him. But don't you think? But don't you think like the the timeout factors? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's green. Like he's green. He's green. It's not yeah. hard to know when to take a timeout. If you watch Doc Rivers, anytime the Celtics what, like had a six zero run, yep. timeout, boom, end it. Spolstra, yep. when they get a run. Timeout, boom, end it. Like, that's not hard. And he finally did that in game four. And when he did that in game four, the C's tightened up on defense. And and it it worked. So that's not hard. Like, my kids could call that timeout. Yeah, I'd like to see him show a little bit. NBA coach, you don't have a lot to do, I don't think. (laughs) Call the timeout. No. But then again, think about... I hear you, Maddie. Like I do. You think about the alternatives, though, and, and like who's available that would even be an alternative to him at this point, right? Who do you have out there that's like, yeah, walk Doc Rivers back? <laughs> I think I think he hires Coach Hoy as a. a I'll take that. Coach that Hoy would be an upgrade. Coach, no. I, <laughs> yep. In all honesty, I think he needs um, an adult in the room too that has been there, that's been in the playoffs. He can be the head coach, but he needs like a very well-respected, trusted veteran assistant. Um, that's a good take i like that yeah do they have um, one right now they don't they must not right it's all young guys not that i know of i don't know um i don't know enough to speak intelligently one thing that i wanted to point out you know they keep going to tyler hero on the bench um i think him being out is actually benefiting miami um the big thing coming into the series was you know the how are the heat going to score enough points um you know to to stay on pace with Boston, but, uh, and so it was like, Oh, Tyler Hero's out. I think his lack of defensive ability would have just opened everything up. You wouldn't have seen as much Caleb Martin who's been phenomenal in the first three games. And also, um, not to do like the Stan Van Gundy outfit thing, but Joe Forte from the Boston Celtics in the early 2000s. North Carolina, was, Joe Forte. Oh Yeah. With his Scooby Doo t shirt, was part of the reason why there's a dress code on the sidelines for NBA (laughs) players that David Stern. um, What a nugget. I think we need to do something with the Tyler Hero rule. Um, just well, I'm not. I'm not concerned with him until we get rid of Udonis Haslam. Get get out, dude. Go do something else with your life. How are we pulling Joe for? <laughs> what? That's what this show is all. I love to make some correlation between <laughs> Scooby Doo, Joe Forte, and. Uh, and uh, to, do you know I'm a, a huge Tar Heels fan, Gibby? Is that is that? Are you are, trying? No, to, I didn't. I are didn't. you trying to like? Really it was the most ridiculous sideline outfit. Look up Joe real, Forte, Scooby. You got to trash Eric Montross next, right? I'm close. Um, I'm close. <laughs> Man, that's a deep cut on you, Bell. He's getting you're gonna owe him for that one. <laughs> Unreal, Joe Forte. Yeah. So we'll we'll wrap up today's segment. Um, who do we have winning the series? How many games? Who's the Eastern Conference MVP? And what happens in the finals? I'll start with you, Hoof. You've been kicking it off. Sure. Celtics are gonna lose in six. 
Denver is going to win in five. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like them to win, but I do. I, I said a few games ago, I think they run out of gas in, in six and they put themselves in too big of a hole, honestly. So I think six and then oh man, nuggets in four, if the heat of the team, there's no matchup that works for them. It's not going to go well. No, they're going to be too. Um, are the Celtics going to be favored in every game this series and, and lose the series? That'd be wild. <laughs> I think so. They've been favored would, every they game. They weren't favored in game four. That would sound. Oh, them they up. weren't. No, they were uh, one like and a point now. Yeah. Uh, so they're favored up. in games one, two, and three, and lost. They weren't yeah. favored in four and one. Yeah. Favored yeah. in this one. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Bell's got. Bell's already got his prediction. You sticking with that one? What about the final? Uh, final. So, I actually think it's going to be Denver in. I'm going to say six because I think the NBA has lost a lot of revenue with having uh, a Lakers sweep. Mm -hmm. What's this? um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He tinfoiled him. He tinfoiled you good. How is he getting the six? Referees? (laughs) Making a call? What's happening? Oh, I can't wait to see this. Don't tell me what's going on. You're you're from you're from fucking Florida, dude. Like conspiracy theorists are fucking born. So don't tell me that like me thinking that the NBA wants to make a little cachet here and yeah, they've never had any scandals in the NBA before. Impossible. Yeah, that's unheard of. Yeah, games. Denver and six. What do you got, Matt? Sorry, it's. Yeah, it's Denver and four. They're sweeping for sure. And I think the Celts will lose uh, game six. Yeah. I have They're the out of gas. I have the Celts in seven. They're busted, uh, man. Oh, they need, like to your point earlier, they need Brogdon and he's going to be a zero now. He's out. They might I don't think they need Brogdon. I really don't think they, they do. They definitely need a third score for when Jalen forgets how to dribble and, and turns the ball over four straight possessions. Then Marcus feels like filling that void by jacking threes from half court with 20 they, on the clock. If they can keep Derek White on the court with Jalen, when um, Tatum's out, I think you need Grant in that lineup too to make sure that you keep some balance. And, and they I, they've proved in the first half tonight. I'm not caught up that you don't necessarily need to play Horford all of the Bam out of minutes. I think Grant Williams can can do a little bit there, and I think Robert Williams can too. So, I by the way, to to stamp Bell's uh, tinfoil hat, how many fouls have been called on Bam out of this whole series? Like three. How does that yeah. dude never foul out? How? No. With the way he plays? How? He always ends up with four it's in the insane. middle of the third, and then he sits for oh. four minutes, and then he doesn't get a foul called on in the fourth quarter. He's going to um, be a lot against Marcus Hart is shooting free throws right now. And yep. He's literally tapping himself in the head because he can't believe how much he sucks at yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and then he just hit a three. <laughs> so my, my head the says. Marcus. My head says uh, Nuggets and six in the finals, um, but when have I ever played with my head? I'm going to Marcus Smart this and go uh, Celtics in seven. Perfect. Gibby, can I, I ask like you a question? That. Yes. What if Russell Wilson is at every oh. Denver game? Um, if the Celtics win the finals, I am perfectly fine with the Broncos going one and 16. Because they own their first round pick next year and getting Caleb Martin and Russell Wilson going to the XFL. I am perfectly fine with it. 
How can you be so sure that Caleb, Caleb Martin or Caleb Williams is better than Drake May? Or Caleb Williams, sorry. Gibby wants well, to, to play quarterback. Actually, you know what? If you draft Caleb Martin, he'd probably be better than Russ. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, We've what, come full hey, circle. Bell, if, if that scenario plays itself out and the Broncos end up with, let's say they end up with the second pick and they get Drake May, what does that do for you and Gibby's friendship? Oh, UNC guy. Mm. Might consummate it. Yeah, I think so. All right. That's, we'll might, be there to cover it. We'll we might be there. taking a trip to uh, to Denver together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just road trip. Gas station snacks. Oh, I'm not Pick up some ice cream. I'm not missing anything. I've been housing Jesus this entire time. Wow. Which one's extra toasty or just a standard issue? Unfortunately, just normal because my kids standard are Standard issue. They all your they all your extra toasties. Colello's not. Oh, my like kids that. are lame. They just want like normal, boring crap. Ah, kids, you guys man. like the white cheddar ones? No, gross. Those are for poor. Oh, shocker! So shocker that who's wants you, white cheddar as he roots for you know what my, Jokic. Who do you, you know pick? My white favorite part is. Or dark oh God, too? that's a take. Uh-huh. You know what my favorite part is is that the <laughs> the seasoning gets all over your fingers and you can lick them at the end. It's like an extra snack, so it's like you got two it's times as much food. Double I get snack. That. Yeah, you love that. Have you, love you ever done the duo? Cheese it? The two no, flavors. No, that's too risky. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's I'm a vanilla guy. Get, you get a bag. I don't add sprinkles. Cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. What's a duo cheese it? Yeah, it's half white cheddar and like half standard issues, man. Was that uh-huh. hard yeah. to figure out? Stock. Wait, that's real? They make those? Stock oh, yeah. it. Yeah, it's I've, I've recently pivoted from cheese it to goldfish. I think Just I'm more, more on one goldfish. or the other. Like, or get both. Get both. You want a limited amount of the dust on your fingers, but yeah, don't force those choices on me. I'll get what I need. Um, who makes those? Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad we all came to an agreement that uh, we should increase Smart's usage rate. Notes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, put that in the good ideas folder. Fucking certifiable. <laughs> in all seriousness, I don't believe that. I think who's, is who's drinking a Heineken? Yeah, he is clear. He went clear. I'm going I think European. Needs to be the facilitator. It's um, more consistently. And but Smart should not be playing 34 minutes. I think he should be playing about 18 minutes. And to Hoop's point, um, Derek White is you know more important towards the end of the game for a shot. That's a nice. That's a nice compromise. I think Bell can sign on for that potentially. I, seems I'm, a, I'm a white fan. I like I like what White brings to the team. Obviously, Easy. likes Derek White. Obviously, Easy. No uh, politics here. I guess. But if you think don't you want Tate you you want Tatum facilitating? Don't you want him like? I thought about this creating like him getting open and someone finding him. No, no, no. I thought about this. Yeah, I thought about this. He is worse off the ball. He's not a. He's okay. not really a big move without the ball guy. If you watch him play, when the offense doesn't run through him, he kind of gets lost. I think he needs to be involved in no less than like 70% of the shot clock to either get to the hole, put up an open shot, or he creates one-on-one. He's really good at ISO. If you have a, a point guard, that's the only thing that the Simmons element wouldn't work because he's not just going to stand there. It's not Tatum's jam. He's got to have the ball. He's a triple-double guy. He's no good when he's just floating. So I thought about that too, Bell. I don't think it works. All right, and that's fair. Can I ask? Uh, I know that we're close to signing off here, but yeah. can I just? Can you guys help me understand one thing? Yeah, I'd love to. Why in the fourth quarter, like 
does he not even get a shot off sometimes? Why does he completely just disappear? Is it because of that? Because he's not a great off the ball player? Is it because like, what is it? I don't understand. When he's got the ball, you're the best player in the team. You should be finding ways to take shots in the fourth quarter when your team needs you. Why does that happen? Can you, I don't know. Coaching. Co- and coaching. and think about the alternative. Like, so think of Steph Curry when we played them last year and they played them in the finals. He's always moving. That's why he's so hard to defend. It's not only that he's just like a lethal shooter, it's always moving. So he's getting like he's getting switches for himself. And I don't think Tatum's doing it. Who if you think that's coaching? Yeah, you can scheme up uh um mismatches so that Tatum's able to attack more. So yeah, he's like ISOing the guy he's guarding. He should be Picking hunting. their worst defender and yeah, yeah, hunting just hunting. He's got to hunt himself a max. They don't do that at all. Do it's like stuff. they basically do what the Rockets do, and he's playing like he's hardened, and then he passes it out, and then yeah. Smart shoots it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're exactly right, and and also I think like to we we gave Missoula a pass a little bit. Right, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it is—it's okay. it's on Missoula to to figure out like, okay, yeah. let's run this offense through Tatum. Um, he's such a good passer. Yeah, too. he plays with extremely high IQ. Like I was reading some article, he's like, you know, someone compared him to like a, a Rhodes Scholar at age seventeen in terms of basketball basketball IQ. Um, wow. You know, he sees everything. And so just put the ball in his hands, let him bring the ball up the court. Bill Simmons has been saying that for the last three years. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, you don't want you. So to that point, I don't want Jalen starting possessions. He is a disaster. He is good at moving without the ball. That's why they play so well together. You give Jalen the ball to create. It's always ugly when he's doing something. I'm not sure he's getting to a spot. I think he's just like dribbling around and hoping to get somebody caught up in the air but he moves, he moves without the ball. So that's why him and Tatum work really well, which is another reason why smart should not be jacking shots up in between those two playing. He shouldn't be jacking shots up unless they're open threes in the corner. Um, Unless you're outside of like five seconds in the shot clock or you're going for a two for one. All right. Well, we fixed it. Wait, I have two quick takes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just hit, hit my two quick takes. Take one. Um, as the series goes on, coaching becomes less valuable. It's my first take. It's my same theory about people think Belichick's amazing in the Super Bowl because he has more time to prepare. I think that that's kind of bullshit. I think uh, being a, a really good expert at something get, makes it so that you don't need as much time to be that's uh, fact. an expert at that at, at the strategy of the game. So the longer you have, the more uh, parity there is. So I think with coaching, these teams kind of know who they are at this point. They've thrown all their cards on the table, so hopefully talent will come up. Uh, my second point is we need to see Rob Williams on Butler yeah, a yeah. lot more. Yeah, I love that matchup. Oh, it's so good. He has them. Also, too, can we get some pressure on these guys at half court or three quarters? Why, why have the kind of guys that play that kind of defense? Why don't you get up on somebody? Marcus wants to be valuable. Pick somebody up and bother them for the first seven seconds of the shot clock while they dribble across the court. Oh, it is it's proven to destroy possessions when you do that. They have to get yeah. set up and get a shot off in like 16 seconds. It's not enough time to run any place. So I know that's tiring, but like I'd love to see if Marcus has all this extra energy, then get up on somebody at the at the three-quarter line. That's my take. Mm-hmm. Just spun it off of Groover's take. Thank you. All right. All right, Gibby, we'll let you wrap this up. I know you want to go. Well, that's okay. I never want to be away from you guys. So, uh, <laughs> but no, thank you guys. 
Um, everyone tune in, rate it. Uh, next time, like we we just go after someone. Let's make sure it's Russ Wilson. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and we're, uh, you know, yeah. Broncos are heading into Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what a Christmas present it's going to be to watch the oh, uh, the 500 Broncos versus the 500 Patriots, not to Gibby's liking. And we're, we're not going to care, and you're going to care way too much. I got five bucks on that game. <laughs> He's got five on it. No, that's a $10 swing turn. <laughs> With that, uh, good luck. Um, Celtics here in seven. Boys, thanks for coming. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye. Bye, yeah. Thank you.